everybody and welcome to episode two of the Roehampton Lawcast. Today's episode, as promised, will centre around careers, commercial awareness, all of that fun stuff. So we actually have a guest on our podcast today. We have Chris, the careers advisor at the law school. So Chris, if you want to introduce yourself and what is on offer at the career service, that would be great. Hello everybody and thanks very much for the invitation today. I'm Chris Norton. I'm a careers advisor based in Roehampton Law School. Um, I work solely with law students, uh, both undergraduate and postgraduate, and I offer uh, to our students a range of services. My services also work alongside the main career service as well. Um, now, the sort of bread and butter service, if you want to call it that, is you know, things like CV checking, um, application form checking, practicing interviews, um, but also there's a more law specific angle, of course, uh, whereby I also offer um, assistance and support with applications to vacation schemes and to uh, training contracts as well. Um, and as part of the general career service as well, I also um, work with the um, Roehampton Law Society, the Student Law Society, uh, and we run a number of events um, such as, you know, the Law Careers Fair, and I support them in various ways, and also the BAME employability events and so on. So it's quite an all-encompassing service, um, and it's all really based around, you know, helping students, supporting their uh, journey to a successful and satisfying career. Now, as promised, we will be looking at commercial awareness in this. So I want to start off with a question about what commercial awareness is, why is it important and how can we build it? OK, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, commercial awareness is without a doubt a crucial skill. Um, it's a crucial skill for aspiring lawyers. Um, because I think we need to think of a law firm as being a business, which is what it is. And if you don't have commercial or business awareness, then you're not going to be able to understand how the firm works. You're not going to understand the business environment in which the firm operates in and, and the clients. Um, so I think it's, it's a very fundamental skill. Um, it takes you know, a long time to build. Um, I met somebody a few months ago on a, on a virtual event and he was saying to me that, you know, he can almost, uh, <laughs> he, gets, he gets kind of people saying to him that, you know, you have to be quite, you know, mature in your years to understand commercial awareness and to be business minded. And I think to a certain degree, it does take time to build commercial awareness, but you can certainly build it over a short period of time, provided you're you know, focused and you know where to look and you know how to build it. Okay, great. So do you have any recommendations of places where our listeners, students can look to start trying to sort of get the groundwork in? Yeah, so I think um, there, there are a number of resources. Uh, I, I think that, um, you know, places such as, um, you know, Google Alerts, you know, you can set up a Google Alert for a particular area of uh, business or, you know, for example, if you're interested in property law or, you know, that sort of area, you can set up Google Alerts around that. 
you can join groups on LinkedIn. So there are a number of groups on LinkedIn which offer um, support for students and, and to share ideas around commercial awareness with other group members. Um, also places like Coursera offer a, a number of um, online, free online courses to help students build um, business awareness. Also, um, you know, sources such as Legal Cheek, they're very good and career, uh, lawcareers.net is, is also a very good uh, place to access information and resources to help you build <coughs> commercial awareness. Um, but also, and this is often overlooked, I think, is that radio programmes offer some really good information, very accessible information through, you know, podcasts and so on, um, for students to, to understand, to build that commercial awareness, that, that notion of what's going on in the business world. So, you know, programmes such as, you know, Radio 4 Today programme, for example, and also LBC um, is also very, very good. There are some presenters there which have a very sharp commercial insight. So I think all in all, the resources are out there. There are lots of them. There's actually another one, which I've just remembered um, on the LexisNexis site. They have some really good information um, around, um, you know, these, these frameworks that help you develop commercial awareness. So things like SWOT analysis, you know, Pestle for business, there's some good information on the LexisNexis site about that. So all of these frameworks, if you can understand how those frameworks operate, that will give you a good idea to then be able to bring that awareness to an interview or to an assessment centre. Yeah, I completely agree uh, with the podcasts. I will just name drop a couple that I listen to regularly. There's um, This Is Money podcast, and there's also Wake Up To Money, both of those available on all streaming platforms. But also if you're more of a reading person, I think Watson's Daily, it's um, really good. It's basically every day the guy takes all of the headlines from various different financial um, news outlets and puts it into a much, much more easy to understand uh, format. Yeah. I'm subscribed to The Lawyer and it gives you like daily emails about what's going on in the legal world and I think that's quite a good one as well to sign oh. up with and subscribe with because they will send you a rundown of all the most important um, law legal news in the week and what's going on in terms of mergers and acquisitions as well. I think that's oh, quite excellent. A good yeah, I think it's really important for, for students as soon as possible really because as I said at the beginning I think you know building commercial awareness takes time so this is something that's an ongoing project essentially you need to know where to look and you need to know how to look okay um, but I think crucially you need to start early because it's not the sort of information or knowledge that you can just pick up you know a few hours before your interview a few hours before your assessment center the interviewers and the assessment centre is going to, they want to know what your opinions are about particular business issues. And they're going to want to know how those business issues are going to affect their firm and their, their clients. It's not just a case of reciting and memorising things. You actually have to understand it. So it does take a long, long time, but you can certainly get to a very high level if you start you know as soon as possible really so yeah time is important in this 
I think um, when I started off um, trying to build commercial awareness, uh, the basic thing that I did was to look at BBC and the business section for 15 minutes every day. Um, and that was that, that was really, I think it was a great starting point, especially if you're in your first year, um, just to be on top of what's going on, the Financial Times, the um, and anything where you can get your hands on be, uh, just business news would be really great to start with, just for a little bit. Yeah, completely. And I think a good place to start with, with building commercial awareness is um, start with what you're interested in. You know, um, it's all about working from your interests initially. And then from that, you can then branch out. But even spending two or three minutes a day just, you know, reading some, um, you know, articles whether that be on the bbc website the financial times ft.com i think you know it, it's it's something that you should be doing all the time so when you get to your interview when you get to your assessment center it's going to be much much easier for you to display commercial awareness which is an absolutely critical skill absolutely um so that draws me in quite nicely to the next point of when should we start thinking about careers um there's lots of first years just just join the university is that the time they need to start thinking about what they're going to do or have we got years and years to just sort of wait <laughs> no, absolutely um you know time is is very very important i think for um aspiring lawyers because there are so many deadlines and because things have to be done by a certain time, time is even more important. So you want to really be starting as soon as possible. You want to be thinking about your um, future careers right from day one, really. So right from your first year. Um, so the simple answer to your question, Amy, is, you know, you need to be starting now, basically. Um, and of course, you know, the career service and, and my services within the career service are there to help you, to help the students with that career planning, because it's something that, as I say, has to go on from year one. Um, it's important from year one, um, you know, to keep in touch with your careers advisor, to um, engage with career link to um, you know think about what's what's required over the next year you know what sort of summer vacation schemes might you want to do what sort of winter vacation schemes might might you want it to do you know you need to be attending virtual career fairs right from your first year um, potentially insight programs there was one i saw um, actually earlier on today that pwc are offering which i'll be emailing around to all the students a little bit later on but that's specifically, I think, for first year students. So, you know, these are these are important things to be doing straight away. Um, now, in your first year, in terms of, you know, careers, this is your exploration period where you're, you know, looking to um, make lots of mistakes, try new things, um, but you're actually building up towards making career choices and in your second year that's really when you need to know whether you want to be a solicitor or a barrister or whether you want to do a non-legal route um, but it's important as I say to start straight away work with the careers advisor on your career planning stay in touch with the careers advisor throughout your journey 
um, and engage as much as possible right from your first year with expertise. So networking right from year one is really, really important. Um, and as we've just been speaking about the importance of, you know, building commercial awareness, keeping up to date with the legal marketplace, the business marketplace is very, very important. Obviously, given the pandemic, networking isn't happening in person at the minute, but there are a lot of events, as you've mentioned, and something that's really important and always mentioned at the events is LinkedIn. So would you like to tell our listeners how they're going to make their LinkedIn, why it's important, um, and how you can sort of boost your employability through it? Yes, certainly. Um, LinkedIn, as many of you know, is a professional networking platform. Um, it's been around for quite a few years and it's only really in the last few years that it's really taken off and during the COVID period, the lockdown period in particular, it's, it's actually, you know, grown even more. So, um, you know, LinkedIn really for students, I think, is, is a critical tool. Um, it's a great way initially to get a personal brand out there. So. When somebody Googles you, which is in many ways similar to a CV nowadays, you know, Googling you, um, your LinkedIn profile will appear and that will be your, um, that, that will be your personal brand. That's what people are going to view you as. They're going to look on there and see you've got a professional photo, an authentic professional photo. You've got passion, you've done some amazing things, hopefully, voluntary work, you've got some other add-on skills, not just around law, you've got some other extracurricular activity skills that you can add on to the program. It's just a great way to present yourself as someone who can bring value to a firm or to an organization. Um, so the, the, the networking aspect of LinkedIn is absolutely critical and you can network using groups within LinkedIn you can network you know you could, for example you could you know join a commercial awareness group um, and, and discuss and chat and send messages to like-minded people you can also um, network with people who are going to help you because that's what LinkedIn is about as well it's about helping one another it's 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 give and take so you want to identify people in firms that you want to work with, work for. Um, you want to find people who are strategically connected. Okay, that's really, really key. Um, but it's not just about you taking, it's about you giving and sharing as well. And we can all do that, whether you're a first year student or whether you're a 55 year old senior partner, we all have things to offer. So you shouldn't be worried or afraid of, connecting um, so yeah linkedin's really good there's the alumni function as well which is a great way to connect with uh, previous graduates from um, the Rehampton law school um, so the networking aspect and the personal branding aspect of linkedin i think is really really key particularly at the start of your journey which is now basically so um, i can't really recommend it enough we do have some webinars um, which you can uh, download from the career service um, about how to build your profile and how to make your linkedin profile shine so 
yeah, it's certainly something you need to be aware of and you need to be, um, you know, keeping your profile growing, essentially. As you grow, your profile needs to grow too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think the importance of LinkedIn can't be stressed enough because I de it definitely helped me when I first made my profile in first year. Um, I was able to reach out to so many other people and also the amount of opportunities that pop up on LinkedIn, like vacation schemes. And at the moment, virtual insight days, Absolutely. you wouldn't really find that yeah. anywhere else. It's really catered to the your network that you are a part of on LinkedIn. So it's yeah. very, very important. <laughs> Uh, definitely. And, and you're right. There's lots of information um, on LinkedIn, on your feed, it's called, that kind of main page um, that, that, you know, gives a lot of information about virtual events, um, all sorts of information. There are all sorts of um, employers that you can follow, all the, the big law firms and the medium sized law firms are on LinkedIn. And you can follow them, you can gain insights. Um, there are, you know, thousands of thought leaders as well. So you can, it's a really all in one place where you can get a lot of employability uh, um, skills, in fact, and knowledge and insight all in one, one place. So I, I, I think it's a very important part of your career planning strategy. You mentioned employability skills, and I think that's the next thing that we can really touch on is what sort of skills do you think employers are looking for? And um, how does a first year or a second year or anyone in the law school build these at, at a time like this? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just before the podcast today, I, I had a look online um, for, a, you know, a report around this because you know, there's a there were quite a few reports um, out there about the skills that employers are looking for. And one came up, which was quite interesting um, from a few years back um, called uh, The Future of Jobs. And that's a report that was written by the World Economic Forum. Um, and it's quite an extensive report, but some of the key points in there, I think, are really relevant. So. Um, the key skills, essentially, looking to the future and, and thinking about now, to be successful in, in your work, in your career, um, what you need to be able to do nowadays is um, you need to be able to navigate, okay? You need to be able to navigate your way around um, quite an unstable uh, landscape in terms of, of work, careers, um, things are changing rapidly with technology and, and a key skill that employers want then is for you to be able to show agility, <coughs> excuse me, flexibility, um, the ability to navigate through these difficult times. Um, there's also going to be, I think, more reliance on what you can do for yourself in the future. So it's going to be important that you're able to assess yourself, basically, that you're going to be able to look at yourself and say, I need to, to be able to do this, this or this. You need to be able to quickly put together um, kind of like a, a little pathway for your own skills development. I think the days of of top-down HR, L&D instruction are, are going to be over <laughs> over the coming years. And so 
employers are looking for adaptability, adaptable lifelong learners, okay, who, um, of course, they need communication skills, team working skills. That's taken as obvious nowadays, you know, those core competencies. I think really now it's about, you know, it's about assessing yourself, what skills you need, an adaptable lifelong learner, and also someone who can think critically, um, who can, um, you know, think critically and um, manage sort of cross-cultural relationships, very good at reading social cues, for example. So there is a move towards this sort of emotional intelligence, I think. So people, um, you know, these used to be called soft skills, you know, a few years ago. I think now these are the new hard skills, you know. So, um, yeah, those are, the, those are the key skills, really, I think. And I think it would be really helpful if you are thinking, what are my skills? What do I offer? To have a bit of introspection and put them into a grid. That's what I did. Sort of think about what skills mm -hmm. I've got, what, what evidence I have of those skills. Then when it comes to interview, it comes to applications, you're ready to go. You can just drag, drop, and you don't have to spend hours thinking, oh my goodness, I don't have any skills. I've not got any legal work experience. I've got nothing to offer. Because every experience, you do learn something. I think that's something that that first and second years really need to remember that it's not all about legal work experience. It's quite often about life experience. That's a great point. Absolutely. And, and yeah, I, I, I can't stress my agreement with you enough there, Amy. I think that's really, really important. Um, you know, writing, being aware of your skills, writing your skills down. You know, if you're unsure, speak to the career service. That's really fundamental. The, the two fundamental questions really are what are your, what, what can you bring to the table? What are your skills and what do you want? Okay, and they're actually quite difficult questions. Um, but getting to the answers are, are quite enjoy, it's quite an enjoyable journey. And if you can get to the answer of those, those questions, I think you've really cracked it. So um, yeah. Writing your skills down, knowing what your skills are, are it's, a, it's a great starting point. But do bear in mind that employers now are looking for, if I could tell you one skill probably um, that I think is, is key, it's, it's probably the ability to uh, think critically. If I, could, if I had to name one key skill, it would probably be that. I think another great um, thing the university op uh, offers is the careers, uh, Chancellor's Careers Award, mm. um, which you can definitely, I, I did it last year yeah. and it really helped because it really showcased all the skills you need to have and it had lots of different videos and worksheets that you could complete to understand, uh, to gain a more comprehensive understanding about your skills as a person and what you can improve on and what you do bring to the table. So if, for example, you are stuck and you don't know what skills you have, and that is an, a great tool that the university offers. And at the same time, you get, I think, a certificate at the end of it as well. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a great and fantastic point. Yeah, you can access the Chancellor's Career Award through CareerLink. Um, and it's, it's a programme of... I think around 19 tasks that you have to do over four different modules. Um, and it's a great way for you to build self-awareness. I think the first module, the first couple of sessions are around you building self-awareness and 
being able to navigate around what your motivations are. And it takes you all around CareerLink. So it's a great way to explore the uh, career service resource um, platform, but also more importantly, that you get to know what your skills are. And at the end of it, as you say, you get a certificate and it's um, from, the, from the chancellor, of course. Um, so that will look great on your CV and also on your LinkedIn profile. Perfect. Okay, so just to finish, can we round up with three things that our listeners can go and do now after listening to this podcast to get themselves hired? Okay, uh, I think the three tips are, so first of all, and this is in no particular order, I think the first is to focus on building your brand and thinking about that, thinking about it and building it. Um, Thinking point number two, I would say tip number two is what are the skills that make you unique? So what can you bring to the table? And I think the third top tip is, you know, to keep an open mind. I think the landscape is quite volatile. And so we need to, you know, keep an open mind, set, set short goals, small goals, um, and sort of take things step, step by step. Have a long-term view, but set short-term goals. So those would be my three key tips. Perfect. Okay, I will link everything that we've spoken about in the footnotes of this podcast. And if you do make a LinkedIn account, feel free to connect with me, Chris, Maureen, anyone at the law school. We're always happy to connect. Thank you, Chris, for joining Thank us you. today. Thank you so much. That was an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do this at any other time. So yeah, it was really, really enjoyable. Thank you. And do make sure you make an appointment with Chris um, if you've got any questions and the career service in general. I'm sure they'll be happy to help you out with your LinkedIn profile or any other questions you might ha have after listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. And I will see you in the next one. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye-bye.